activate your scan pulse and get your trait to level 3. And it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront Podcast. Let's talk about heroes versus villains. My hand that I'm using right now is I'm using um, in the in the center card. I'm either using a scam pulse, which is now really good, or a um, or a cooling cell. The gun I'm using is I'm using the EE4, and the I'm using the jump pack and some type of grenade. Any like I'll use thermal detonators. I'll use the dioxys grenade. I'll yeah. use any grenade, honestly. I- have you maxed out your Dioxys grenade? Yes, I have. It's so hard to get kills with that thing. Actually, I was finding it really easy. So in Extraction on Jabba's Garage, in that one, if you're on the if you're on the Imperial team, I know the best way to get kills. So like so if you're outside and that door is still closed to get into where the shipment is, there's like a little shelf on top. So you can jump pack up there. And then right when the doors open, the, extra- the extraction cart just comes through. You just throw a dioxys grenade down there, and they're all just crowded around it, and, like, half of them die. Yeah, those oh. guys that go up in that shelf, they make me so angry. I will kill you. But then they just dug back undercover, because I was Han Solo trying to get a bunch of kills. And that guy would just occasionally come down and shoot me, and then duck back. Yeah, I, I, that was back when explosive shot was good, too. So I would just just point my gun down, and I would just shoot right on top of the extraction shipment, and everyone around it would get the splash damage. Yes, yeah, so speaking of the explosive shot, we were talking about this like before we actually started recording. Does it do the same amount of it damage? Does, it does the same amount of damage, and it's longer, but it overheats like one shot faster. Yeah, I didn't yes. read the patch notes, so I was playing, and I was like, why the heck is this E11 overheating so much? Yeah, this is yeah. right before we did our episode, so we hadn't read the patch notes yet. And it looks really cool when you use the explosive shot. Have you noticed that? Like, all of the explosions look different? Yeah, yeah, they look different, but I'm not really using it anymore because, it's like, hey, if my gun overheats, I can't really do anything. Like, I, I'm pretty good at timing the cooling flush, but if I don't, <laughs> I'm I'm dead. I actually was doing HUD for a video. Just I didn't want to just wanted to see the beauty of the city, and I no scoped the flush. I just did it without even looking. Oh really? Yeah, that's how much I've used it. Yeah, that's and now like if if you keep like I kept using kept using it and it was so it got to super super tiny I could barely even see it, but I missed it of course because it's that tiny. Yeah, that's that's the bad thing about the DLT nineteen X. Oh, nobody uses that gun anymore. Yeah, it sucks. Or it's. I, I used it with a cooling flush. I'd just run into battle, turn on a cooling flush, and I would just use it like a machine gun, almost. Just go like... That is that is the only way you can use that weapon. And I was hoping with this Bespin update that they would have buffed. buffed it more. All they did was the DLT-19 buff. I've actually found that the back to bomb is super popular in Bespin. Yes, I have too. And I don't use the back to bomb because I find that it's a total waste of a slot. But... Like it's it's cool when you get it because you get the you get the extra health and all of that. But I l- I love it when people on my team have the back to bomb. Have you platinum Battlefront? What? Platinum Battlefront. Um, what is that? So no. The platinum. It's trophies and PlayStation. Oh, I don't, for some reason right now, my, my, the trophy system isn't working for me. When I try to open it, it says, like, your trophies aren't available at this time. 
and it's and when I try to click on them, it's just as like this trophy is not available, so I'm not getting any trophies right now. But I probably have a bunch, but for some reason, it's not giving me the trophies. It's yeah. like there's something glitching with my trophies in all games too. That sucks. Once um, we basically did everything in vanilla that Battlefront, we just got all the trophies. Yeah, hope hopeful wish. It's super fun when you can uh, have that objective to go after. We were saying we will get our first trophy, and that first trophy will be battle or platinum will be Battlefront, and we we got it, and it was super difficult because you have to yeah. def- you have to complete all of the all of the actual battles AI and battles and master, master. oh seriously all of them in master yeah we yes. actually finally did it we we basically we looked up some videos for some camping spots on the survival oh yeah cuz the celeste the celeste one is so hard which one, the one where you're which the one like where you're in like the hangar and then the yeah. outside area that one yes it's because of those tie fighters oh yeah because have you uh are there any new survival maps oh no i wish they did because i was going in there i was like it'd be so awesome if we could use the bespin heroes and villains against each other on a bespin map now now going back to heroes versus villains what hero or villain would you choose well, the villains is pretty obvious. I'd pick Gengar. Yes, it is obvious. <laughs> Hero, um, not Lando. I would not not go Lando. I I would go Lando if I were going for the the Lando's gun, but that's not really the point. I would go with Luke probably. I'm I'm pretty good at Luke. Yeah, I've seen a lot of people going with Han Solo. Yeah, I'm like I'm not very accurate with a gun, so I'm not really a fan of Han Solo. Or Leia, honestly. Or Boba. Like, but nobody <laughs> Boba likes Boba. Boba is such a cheap character. <laughs> like, like, Boba is the worst character in the entire game, by far. Yeah, one of the, the people that do play Boba Fett, they are the worst campers in the game. But, ev- but occasionally, like, once every, like, month or something, I'll see somebody who actually knows how to play as Boba Fett. Yeah, and they do really good with it. Yeah, which is not me, by the way. I'm terrible at Boba Fett. He's got the potential to be good, but like at a starting point, unless you can do a lot of time and put into Boba Fett, it's better to go with any of the other ones. Yeah, I was thinking, like, back in the beginning, I used to remember when his rocket could lock on from any range. I used yes. to remember that. And then they made it super, super short, and they made it a little bit bigger, but still not, I don't think, significantly enough to be able to, like, like on the swamp crash site, I used to just go on top of the speed, the little crash, the crash mm-hmm. rebel thing. I'd see somebody, I would just wait a second for my crosshair to turn red, press the button, and they can't really get away because it tracks them. But then they, and then they, like, removed it completely, and they brought it back, but really short. So he used to, he, he actually used to be not half bad. Yeah. What what do you think about Nia Numb? Eh, he's d- depending on how you use him, he's pretty good. If if you can find a good spot for the turret and then just camp behind the turret using the um the supercharged uh, pulse cannon thing or whatever it's called, yeah. and just take off anyone who tr- who gets who 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 the turret doesn't get or hit somebody really far away, 
and use and use like the little landmines like to put behind you just in case someone tries to sneak up behind you. Yeah, one of my favorite places to go with Nian if I get him on like with the bigger game modes is to go up on the Ewok villages on indoor. Place the oh, place the turret yeah. down on an edge, like kind of facing down, and it will destroy everyone. Yeah. The only thing about that is they made um the lock on time a little bit longer. So now it's not because I used to remember, like, if you walked by him for a second, you would be shot. Yes. But now they kind of made it so it's not as OP. I used to, you know the Sursa pipelines here at Hurstville map? Yes, I do. You know that spot where everyone goes as the heroes? Um, I know I know quite a few spots. Which one is? It's which, the ledge. It's, like no, the, it's like a little, it's a big ravine. Oh, that, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, anyway, everyone goes there with me and puts their turret down. Yeah, because because a lot of heroes just like to... Well, a lot of people just walk through there, and then if the turret's right there... Because normally they'll be walking towards it, and sometimes like they, sometimes like noobs don't really know like how fast the turret lock-on is, and they're like, oh yeah, I can probably just walk by it. But nope, it's not a normal turret. <laughs> it is the most powerful turret in the game. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of the new um, blaster cannon rules with the time? I haven't got to play around with it that much because it's all dependent on whether you get the power up and I haven't actually gotten it yet. So I think it's a good way to get people to actually use the turret. But other than that, it's just kind of annoying. I actually, um, I think it's actually kind of stupid because no one used it at all. It was like, nobody ever uses (laughs) it. Sometimes I'll use it, but then to just to make people like, dislike it even more i think that's kind of a bad idea on them yeah because one of the it feels like a an obligation that you have to go in there every 15 seconds yeah and that will probably get you killed i was also i was also wondering do you guys know you probably won't know but um if but you might know if you are in the turret at the end of the 30 seconds do you die or does the turret just blow up and you're fine i'm pretty sure it just blows up and you're fine Oh, okay. So that would be it'd be completely stupid if it actually killed you. Yeah. Or at least it it would be not as bad if it gave you like a warning or something. Yes. Like how like how it does in um when you're in the ATAT, how it warns you like you only have 10 seconds left. Yes. Just so you know you only have 10 seconds left so you, like you use your last orbital strike or something. Yeah, it it is something that you have to actually if you want to use it, get used to, or if you don't want to use it, you just don't really care. You just place it down. <laughs> so. Yeah, but what what I've been using is if you go up to a power-up and you just press square on it, yes. um, you just it, it trades it, but what I find stupid is it doesn't actually trade it. The blaster cannon just goes away. That would be cool if like you took the next thing, but the but it, but you put down another token of the blaster cannon. That like I, they called it trade in the when I read about it, but it's not really. I wouldn't really call it a trade. It's just you get rid of it. And yeah, I I didn't actually know that until I actually went over there and tried to trade trade it again, and it it gave me not the blaster cannon, gave me something else. Now. I was on Reddit, like I, I was asking people what they think of the ion disruptor. What do you or the ion, the disruptor rifle? What do you think of that? Um, 
No, it, it takes way too long to charge up. I don't really care about the damage. Yeah, the damage was fine. Just make the charge up time less. Yes. That's that's because I'll, I'll, I'll be charging up and someone just walk up behind me and shoot me. And I'll try to spin around and it'll still be charging and I can't do anything. Or it actually one-shots ATSDs. Seriously? It one-shots them? Yeah. Like I for, one- from full health? Yeah, I one-shot an ATSD that just spawned in with it. You did? Yeah. Oh, that, that's so. It's it's probably better against vehicles because I've been trying to use it on people. Yeah, it doesn't yeah, work too. on I've people. Actually, probably, I've never gotten a kill with it. Yeah, I, I've gotten a few. It works on heroes. Then, yeah. Then I say, if you're gonna do that, don't put it on. Like I've gotten it when I was playing Blast. So if it's gonna be something that's better for vehicles, just remove it from like the chances you can get it because, like. It's kind of stupid if it's intended for vehicles and you get it on a game that doesn't even have vehicles. What do you think of the, the switching of the game modes through the playlists? Um, not... I, 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 I pretty much agree with what you say. Like, I, I find it fine that you like go to other game modes, but I want to be able to play all the maps that are available for that game mode, not just vanilla or or having to play Outer Rim or Bespin. I just want to be able to click it, and I want to go through all the available maps yes. for that, including the DLCs. I want a, like, maybe instead of just when you click the Outer Rim or the Bespin places, the the actual, it doesn't take you into a playlist. It takes you in a selection of a game mode or a, an area where you can yeah. maybe add both of the two DLC together if you have them. Because I remember when the two Jakku maps came out, uh, I used to remember up at the top of the screen it would say um, it would say base game, and then it would say plus. Uh, yes. It would just say plus DLC. So that was, or you could just click base game if you didn't want to play the DLC. But like like that would be cool if it had that. Like it would be locked if you didn't have it, but you could just like add both of them on, and it would tack them onto that playlist. Yeah, I had forgotten all about that, and I think they should add that like right underneath the the um, little area. You can have the the playlist up there, and then you have a space where you have merge. Like a, I am a season pass owner, and then you have a place where you yeah. can add them both together. That yeah, that would be pretty cool. So I I think they have a lot of work to do with the AI, the UI. Yes, but. I think it's pretty good right now. They just need to do some changes. I like how simplistic it is. Yeah, it is pretty easy to access and all that. And have you? Do you have any friends that just started playing Battlefront? Um. Yeah, I do have. Well, I had one that started a, a few months ago, not recently. Uh, what do you think about the access accessibility? Because I know they've ramped up the accessibility, where it's a lot harder to actually get into the game and start playing. It's apparently it's um it's not like too hard if you if you take the tutorials if you take the time to do the tutorials you'd probably be fine but nobody wants to take the time to do the tutorials <laughs> yeah one of the uh, one of the trophies one of the easiest ones that get that you can get but super easy to miss is play the tutorial or complete the oh, tutorial yeah i know like people that have almost done everything else except for that one thing because yeah they, because they, it's on some obscure place, and uh, you have to press, like, I think it's square at the start screen. 
Yeah, yeah, you have to like go to the then you have to press square to open the tutorial if you haven't played it or if you played it too, I think. You can play it again. What do you want out of Heroes versus Villains? Um, I would do I definitely want to see 5 on 5. Somehow, somewhere, I want to see 5 on 5. What what do you think about the they've upped the time again, so it's 5 rounds to win. Oh, they did it on the 4 on 4 again? I'm uh, I think they updated it throughout the game where it's the three on three, you've got five rounds and the four on four as well. Oh, thank God. Because I, I used to, because on the last time I was on the podcast, I was saying like, oh no, I don't want it to be, uh, I want I don't want it to be three. I like it because it never changed for the vanilla one. I remember it did change for the outer rim. I haven't played it yet and I don't know a hundred percent if it's five rounds, but I believe what you say, so... Yeah, it is. I'm glad that they did that because a lot of people have been. They haven't been taking the time to actually go to Heroes versus Villains because they want a long game mode and they're not getting it with the, the previous version of Heroes versus Villains. And I, for some reason, just these last yes, uh, actually two days ago, I was playing Heroes versus Villains and on Tatooine, and I don't know how we we were not four on four. We were just playing classic three on three. The game lasted thirty eight minutes what yeah just it was like tie tie and then it was like one one two two three three tie four and then win <laughs> that is crazy yeah so and, and and the top guy was like 50 20 man he, like he got 50 kills because it was so that is- long that is insane. I saw something on a PlayStation community. This one guy posted his score, and it was 60 to 1. That seems... Mm, I don't believe that for a second. And, Sam, wasn't it with Neon Orlando? Oh, we got a Neon killstreak. Yeah, Neon killstreak. So, I want to I know where that guy goes to get that many kills. I think... I don't know if I believe that, honestly. Yeah, it, it is insane like how many hours can people can put into this game and then the scores that they can get are insane. But some people, I saw this one guy that got like 100 kills and he was in some weird looking game mode with the this weird map. I had no idea what game mode that was, that he could even get that with the map because it was the, the goes on the, the Badlands. Goes on yes, Badlands? It was, yeah, the goes on Badlands. It was on that and... He he somehow got into a game mode where he could get a hundred kills on it. Well, think well. It has to be a small game mode, so it was either like Droid Run, Drop Zone, Heroes v Villains, just the smaller game mode. Blast. Yeah. Blast. He could have. He could have carried the whole team. <laughs> yeah, like nobody else gets a kill but him. That would be so funny if you're if you get in a a uh, game full of noobs and you're just destroying everyone and you're the only person that gets the kills. <laughs> this episode was brought to you by our patrons from Patreon. We now have two patrons from Patreon and we want to thank them so much. It is so awesome. We're actually going to have one of our patrons on the podcast to talk about what we would like to see nerfed in Star Wars Battlefront. 
You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash battlefrontpodcast, and support the show. We would really appreciate you doing that. Now, you can contact us through our email, battlefrontpodcast at gmail.com, to be a guest on the show or to give us some feedback of what you would like to see or suggest topics that you would like us to cover. If you want to be on the show, you can send us an email with the subject podcast guest and a topic. We do the podcast through Skype, so make sure you have a Skype account. If you were to record our intro, which is currently activate your personal shield and get your trait to level three, you can send that in, record it, and you can substitute personal shield for your favorite star card. And you can also say, your name, I am a listener of the Star Wars Battlefront podcast. Then activate your personal shield and get your trait to level three, because it's time for the Star Wars Battlefront podcast. If you want to contact us, our uh, Twitter is Tie-Dye Sheep YT. Yeah, you can you can talk Star Wars with us, or you can just talk Battlefront, and um, or suggest topics and that kind of stuff. Or you can find the Instagram that Sage runs at Tie-Dye Sheep Films. So on there recently, I've been posting some classic consoles that we have. Like uh, I've got the original Game Boy on there, which is really cool. We've got a whole set of that. And that's all for this episode. May the Force be with you, always.